بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ولي الصالحين وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم على صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فقال المؤلف رحمه الله وهو ابن أبي زيد القرواني رحمه الله والإيمان بالقدر خيره وشره حلوه ومره وكل ذلك وقد قدره الله ربنا ومقادير الأمور بيده ومصدرها عن قضائه علم كل شيء قبل كونه فجرى على قدره لا يكون من عباده قول ولا عمل إلا وقد قضاه وصبق علمه به ألا يعلم من خلق وهو اللطيف الخبير يضل من يشاء فيخذله بعدله ويهدي من يشاء فيوفقه بفضله فكل ميسر بتيسيره إلى ما سبق من علمه وقدره من شقي أو سعيد تعال أن يكون في ملكه ما لا يريد أو يكون لأحد عنه غنا خالقا لكل شيء ألا هو رب العباد ورب أعمالهم والمقدر لحركاتهم وآجالهم نعم Here this is one whole section all about Qadr One must believe in the pre-decree One must believe in the pre-decree the good and the evil, the sweet and the bitter thereof. All of this has been decreed by Allah, our Lord, and the decree of every affair is within His hands. Moreover, therefore every person's path to bliss or misery is decreed and made easy for them based upon the actions they put forth. May Allah be far removed from their being that which He does not want in His dominion. Or from their being anyone who is independent of Him, the creator of all things. The Lord of mankind and their actions and the one who decrees their movements and lifespan. It is He, and then the next section is about the messengers. So that section there is all about the Qadr. And we have already mentioned the Qadr. And Sheikh Salih Fawzan explained the Qadr. And here Sheikh Salih Fawzan, Al-Fawzan says, Al-Iman bil Qadai wal Qadr. Ruknun min arkan al-Iman. It's a pillar from the pillars of Iman. And then he mentioned Hadith of Jibreel. And tu'mina billahi wa malaikatihi wa kutubihi wa rusulihi wa liyawm al-akhir. Wa tu'mina bil Qadr khayri wa sharri. When Jibreel asked what is Iman, the Prophet replied by saying that you believe in Allah and his angels and his books and his messengers in the last day. And that you believe in the Qadr, it's good and it's bad. Shaykh Nuthaymin said, when he came, look, when the Messenger came to Al Qadr, he repeated belief again. That 
shows you the importance of the belief in Al-Qadr, that we believe in the pre-decree. What is Qadr? That is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has pre-decreed and Qadahu ordained and written in the Lawh al-Mahfud, in the preserved tablets. And as we mentioned before from Sheikh Ubaid and Sheikh Salih Fuzan, four levels of Al-Qadr that you believe in, that knowledge, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge, he knows everything that's going to happen. He knows what happened, what will happen, what is happening. Secondly, the martabathaniya is al-kitabah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala depends to write whatever is going to happen, everything is written. Thirdly, the mashi'ah, the will that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills. And yes, we have a will, but our will is under the will of Allah, if he wills it, based upon his great wisdom. And this is from his rububiyyah, from his lordship, as Shaykh Rabbi says. From his lordship is his Mashiach. Fourthly, the creation. Allah is the creator of everything. Wallahu khalaqakum wa ma ta'maloon. He created you and that which you do, meaning the actions. And you choose which of the two, two actions to do, good or bad. Wa khalaqa kulla shay'in faqaddarahu taqdeera. He created everything and he apportioned its... its uh, apportionment, if you like, the qadr, whatever is going to happen. Inna kulla shayin khalaqnahu bi qadr. Everything Allah indeed created it upon a pre-decree. Allahu khaliqu kulli shay. The other verse, Allah created everything. So everything Allah is the one who's created, even the action of good and bad, and we choose which one to do. Ma asaba min musibatin fil ardi wa la fi anfusikum illa fi kitab. So whatever calamity befalls you. Upon the earth or in yourself, except that it is in a book. That is the preserved tablets. Everything is recorded. No doubt. Allah knows each and every one of us that if you do good, Allah will aid you to do more good. Those who strive in our cause, we will open the doors of goodness for them. But the opposite is true for the one who turns away. The one who turns away, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves them upon their deviation. We'll leave him in the path he has chosen because he turned away. He contended with the Messenger them. He didn't after the guidance has been given to them. And he went away from the way a path other than the way of the Sahaba. So we'll leave him in the path he has chosen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gave us the two choices. And we guided them to the two paths. Whichever path you choose. So Allah qadra kulli shay. Al-khayr al-shar. Wal-iman wal-iman. Wal-kufr. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he willed that there is something called a belief and something called disbelief. And he willed that there is a guidance and there is a misguidance and the people choose which one they choose. All of it is from the pre-decree of Allah. And he is the one that will judge you and me as to which one that we, uh, we choose. And he created them upon his wisdom, yani upon a wisdom. And it is evil in terms of 
the effect, the, the action itself is evil. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the action to test you and me to see if we're going to fall into that evil. For example, killing somebody. Or, for example, doing the haram things, the evil things. This is evil. Allah doesn't want evil for you. He wants good for you. He wants ease for you. But you choose which one to choose to do. And so you have that choice. And you will be recompensed for the each and every choice that you make. And Allah did not create evil except due to our wisdom, He says. He didn't create it in vain. This whole creation is not created in vain. Who can remember the verse in Surah Al-Qiyamah? Which proves that Allah did not create this cone, this creation in vain. Does anyone remember? Surah Al-Qiyamah. Allahu Akbar. أَيَحْسَبُ الْإِنسَانُ أَنْ يُتْرَكَ Does man think that he will be left alone without cause, without reason? أَيَحْسَبُ الْإِنسَانُ أَنْ يُتْرَكَ أَلَمْ يَكُنُ طُفَةً مِنْ مَنِيٍّ يُمْنَى ثُمَّ كَانَ عَلَقَةً فَخَلَقَ فَسَوَّى فَجَعَلَ مِنْهُ الزَّوْجَيْنِ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْثَى أَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ بِقَادِرٍ so the one who created you as a nutfah, then a, then a alaqah, as a sperm, then cut of blood that clings, and then a mudra, chewed piece of flesh. Isn't the one who created you like that in stages, you came out into this life, isn't he able to cause you to be raised up again? Of course. Cause you and me to be raised up again, the bath. We each will be raised up. And the first one whom the ground will be opened for will be Rasulullah. And we will all be raised up, returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah has created us not in vain, not without cause, not without reason. I've not created jinn and man except that they worship me. As Allah said, Allah doesn't want risk from you and me, nor any sustenance or any provision. He is the provider and the possessor of quwa, might, and mateen, naam, who is almighty and powerful. لِيَبْتَلِيَا بِهِ وَيَخْتَبِرْ Such that he will test you and me to see who does good and who does evil. Surah Al-Mulk تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ الْمُلْكِ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاتَ Notice Allah mentioned death first because you and me without life. We were dead. We were not in existence. هَلْ أَتَى عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ حِينُ مِنَ الدَّارِ لَمْ يَكُنْ شَيْءَ مَذْكُورًا We were not even mentioned before. And Allah gave us life. That he may test those who do correct deeds. It was said to Abu Ali, Fudayl ibn Iyad, Ya Abu Ali, What is correct deeds? He said, That which is sincere and correct. It was said to him, He said, these are the two conditions why you and me have been created to do deeds 
We've been tested to do deeds if they're sincere and according to the sunnah. And you, the one who's deserving of punishment will be punishment. Punishment is evil for the one it befalls. Punishment in this life and in the hereafter. Don't think that people are not going to be punished in this life. How many nations came before us and they were punished and no longer in existence? Where are the Romans? Where are the Greeks? Where are all these nations? Huge nations, enormous nations. They're no longer in existence today. They turned away from Allah. Naam. And, he, and they forgot Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala left them to themselves. And he destroyed them. Look at the people of Lut alayhi salatu salam. When they turned away, first and foremost with shirk. And then they turned away with the akhlaq, al-radi'ah, their lowly manners. Then what happened to them? Shaykh al-Sa'di rahimullah mentions that Jibreel alayhi salatu salam. That he, with one of his wings, picked up the whole of the 40,000 plus inhabitants of Qom Lut and they were raised up to the sky and then brought down again upside down on themselves this is Qom Lut but that was when when Lut was asked to or was commanded to leave the town leave the people and those who believe with you to leave because the righteous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish the righteous if they are rectifiers Surah Al-Hud Allah mentions about those who are rectifiers not just salihun, but they are muslihun. If you're just salih for yourself, Aisha radiallahu asked, will we be punished if we are salihun? Like calamity comes and there's righteous people. Will we also be destroyed with the calamity? The Prophet said, yes. And everyone will be raised up according to their niyyah, according to their intention. But she used the word salihun. But if you and me are muslihun, the prophets are muslihun. Lut was muslih. When the punishment came, Allah told him to leave the town. Because he's a muslih. So the benefit of being muslih is when a punishment comes, you are not affected with that punishment. So be muslih. How do you be muslih? Enjoying the good and forbid the evil in yourself and others. And they are the strangers. They are muslihun. How do we know the strangers? They are muslihun, rectifiers. Because the Prophet ﷺ said about the ghuraba, the strangers, Tawba lil ghuraba, alladheena yuslihuna ma afsad al-nas. They rectify what the others have corrupted. And in the other wording, alladheena yuslihuna idha fasad al-nas. They rectify themselves when the people become corrupted. So it's not enough just to rectify yourself. If you want to be saved when a calamity comes, be not just righteous, but be a rectifier. Enjoy the good and forbid the evil. And how do you enjoy the good and forbid the evil? Don't forbid an evil and create a greater evil. Like these suicide bombers, like these guys who call, call, kill themselves, huh? killing innocent women and children, got nothing to do with anything. Huh? How are they rectifiers? They are destroyers of humanity, destroyers of society. This is not from Islam. You go and blow up yourself. 
And those who are calling to do this, they don't do it themselves. You'll find them in Oxford Street, uh, shopping in London, buying the latest brands. Well, this happened. They caught some of them doing those. Go out for jihad, go out, go out. And they're shopping it with their families at Oxford Street. Huh? They want other children to go and mix with the... Huh? And go and blow it themselves. And cause havoc in society. While they themselves huh? sit in their armchairs. Drinking tea. Justice is from Allah. No doubt. He commands with justice. فَهِيَ بِالنِّسْبَةِ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَحْمُودًا So the trials that Allah sets, the actions of good and bad, in terms of Allah, then it is praised. Why? Because it's based upon His wisdom. And it's based upon His justice. لِأَنَّهَا تُنَاسِبُ الْمَحَلِ And it is sufficient, and it is appropriate for the person who's doing it. That's what he's going to do. He deserving of punishment. He's deserving of being in the hellfire because of what he did. And as for the righteous... Like those who forgive others. You, you have a problem with your brother? Those who overlook and forgive. And Allah loves the righteous. Look, Mistah. Mistah. Abu Bakr used to give charity to him. But when Abu Bakr Sadiq heard that Mistah partook in the ifk, speaking about his, Abu Bakr's daughter, Aisha Radha. What did Abu Bakr radiallahu do? He said, I'm going to stop giving him charity. And then Allah revealed the verse. Do you, know, do you not love that Allah forgives you? Continue the charity. Don't you, forgive, don't you want Allah to forgive you? And he forgave him and he... And overlook and forgive. Do you not want... Do you, do you not love for Allah to forgive you? Yes. We all want Allah to forgive us. And Abu Bakr al-Siddiq continued to give him charity when the verse was revealed. So this is the muhsin, the case of the muhsin, the righteous. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward him. Somebody stop talking to you, your brother, your sister. Keep the ties of kinship. Keep the ties of good conduct. Man wasalaha wasalahullah. This rahim. This ties of kinship. Whoever connects it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him mercy. And whoever disconnects it, cuts the ties of kinship, then he loses that mercy, the ties of mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or that, connect, that mercy from Allah. Allah will give the musi' the one who's disobedient and the evildoer, what he is deserving of. فَهَذَا مِنْ عَدْلِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ تَعَالَى فَلَا يُسَوِّ بَيْنَ الْمُحْسِنْ وَالْمُسِيْءِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not treat the evildoer like the good person. أَفَنَجْعَلُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ كَالْمُجْرِمِينَ Shall we treat that the evil people with like the good people? Allah says in Surah Qalam. They're not equal. The ones who do good and the ones who do evil. They're not equal. So how are they going to be treated the same? فَاللَّهُ خَلَقَ الشَّرِّ لِحِكْمَةٍ عَظِيمَةٍ وَلِعَدْلٍ مِنْهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى فَيَجِبُ الْإِيمَانُ بِالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ لَا يُؤْمِنُ بِالْخَيْرِ فَقَدْ It's not just the good that you believe in. Also the bad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He willed 
crazy action, the people do bad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will that it occurs from them so that they can be recompensed with punishment thereafter. Sheikh Saif Uzan, he said, Al Ibad. Both the things that are sweet, that are easy for them and that are difficult for them. Naam. Then they say, Alhamdulillah. The affair of the believer is amazing. Ajaban the Amrin Mu'min. Inna Amrahu Kulluhu Khair. Inna Amrahu. All of his affair is good for him. Inna Sabu Sarra Shakar Fakana Khairallah. If any ease comes upon him, he's grateful and that is good for him. Wa inna Sabatu Darra Sabar Fakana Khairallah. And if any harm afflicts him, then he's patient and that is good for him. He says, Alhamdulillah. And that's only for the believer. Because he knows Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has tested me with this. Maybe he's got a sickness. Maybe someone died in his family. Maybe he should not act like the people of Jahiliyyah that beat their heads or that scratch their faces because of a calamity. No, say alhamdulillah. Not like the Shia. They beat their heads. They beat the heads of their children till they bleed. Or the, some of them, whenever they read the story of Hassan and Hussein, radiallahu anhum, Whenever they read the martyrdom that occurred or the death at the point of death, what do they do? One of them, he hits himself so hard and then he jumps into the crowd. I don't know if you've seen it. Another one, subhanallah, he, they, and they're crying at the same time. They're crying and they're wailing. This is not a way of Islam. Wailing and crying and then jumping into the crowd. The other one is wailing and crying and beating himself and then he jumps onto the fan that's on top of the wall and it goes round with the fan. Wallahi, this is in your own eyes. Where is this? Allah salama. May Allah protect us from this ignorance. We don't hit our head. This is the wailing of the people of ignorance. The believers, alhamdulillah, they keep far away from that. Rather, they say, alhamdulillah. Ala kulli hal. Upon every situation. Allah is the one who predicted both the good and the and the bad that the, that people choose to do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, but he's waiting for their punishment. Allah says, Fantadiru inni ma'akum muntadirun. So wait. I'm also waiting. When that punishment comes, it's severe. سَنَسْتَدْرِجُهُمْ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ وَأُمْلِي لَهُمْ إِنَّ كَيْدِي مَتِينَ We will leave them in their misguidance step by step. In their disbelief, they want to disbelieve? We leave them step by step. سَنَسْتَدْرِجُهُمْ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Without them realizing that this is idraj for them. They're slowly, slowly further and further away. They're going astray. وَأُمْلِي لَهُمْ Give them in full. They want dunya, give them. Inna kaydi mateen. But our, our plan is mighty. Because when, it, when the time comes and the agonies of death come with truth, it's too late. وَجَاءَتْ سَكَّةُ الْمَوْتِ بِالْحَقِّ ذَلِكَ مَا كُنْتَ مِنُهُ تَحِيدٌ وَجَاءَتْ كُلُّ نَفْسِ مَعَا سَائِقٌ وَشَهِيدٌ لَقَدْ كُنْتَ فِي غَفْلَةٍ مِّنْ هَذَا You are heedless about this time. You think you're going to live forever? You are hearless about this time. It's coming.
لقد كنت في غفلة من هذا فكشفنا عنك غطاءك فبصرك اليوم حديد on that day that covering was uncovered now now what you used to do before is known yes يوم تبل السرائر فما له من قوة ولا ناصر on that day the secrets become known and you will not have قوة ولا ناصر no power ability now like you used to have a choice to say something to do something that day is too late ولا ناصر no somebody even to help you and give you victory just you and your عمل you and your actions so wait فتربصوا حتى يأتي الله بأمره so wait until Allah comes with his command the command is coming for you your soul to leave you your com the command is coming how is our state going to be are we going to be ready for the akhirah are we going to be ready to meet Allah do we want to meet Allah the messenger وسلم, said whoever wants to meet Allah then Allah wants to meet him so meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with actions that are good that are righteous that are sincere meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala having fulfilled your five daily prayers your salawatul khams Meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I remember Allah much. Meet Allah that you have been good and righteous to your neighbors, to your brothers, to your sisters, to your parents. Meet Allah and that you are ready for the akhirah. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, taqullaha wal tandur nafsum ma qaddamat li ghad. Oh, you believe, fear Allah and let every person look to the next day. Prepare for the next day. Wa taqullaha inna Allah khabirun bima ta'maloon. And fear Allah for Allah knows all that you do. وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهَ And don't be like those who forget Allah. فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنفُسَهُمْ For they indeed forgot their own selves. أُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْفَاسِقُونَ They are the sinful ones. وَالْيَوْمَ نَنْسَاهُمْ كَمَا نَسُوا لِقَاءَ يَوْمِهِمْ هَذَا On that day we will leave them to themselves just like they forgot the meeting of this time, of this day. So this is the meeting coming with Allah. This is the meeting between you and your Creator and your Maker. And your fashioner. So how are you going to meet Allah? With a sincere heart? إِذْ جَاءَ رَبَّهُ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Or with a heart that is blackened with sins. بَلْغَانَ عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ مَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ With sins after sins. What they earned. So prepare for that meeting. And don't be like those who forget Allah. On that day, faces, وجوهم. On that day, وجوههم يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية. These the faces on that day. Humbled. Faces worried. Sharp-eyed. You've never seen anything like it. Hellfire coming forward with angels bringing it forward. 70,000 rains and each rain has 70,000 angels bringing their hellfire forward. وَبُرِّزَتِ الْجَحِيمِ And it will become apparent. You'll see it. The hellfire coming forward. And those who enter it, they will be asked, أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ نَذِيرٌ Didn't no warner come to you? بَلَا قَدْ جَاءَنَا نَذِيرٌ فَكَذَّبْنَاهُ Rather a warner came to us but we denied. وَقُلْنَا مَا نَزَّلَ اللَّهُ مِنْ شَيْءٍ And we said Allah didn't reveal anything. إِنْ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا فِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ And you are only clearly misguided, they used to say. Yes, they pass by us on the streets and they wink and they think that we are misguided and we are ardalun and they were destitute and poor. And look at these Muslims. 
And when they pass by you, they wink, laughing and joking. When they go to their families, they laugh and joke, look these Muslims. But what is the case of the believers on the last day? They will have the last laugh. Looking down in high stations, looking down upon those who used to look down upon them, those who used to laugh about them, those who used to mock them. Did it benefit them what they used to do, the, the, the disbelievers? Those who turned away. So the Akhirah is for the Muttaqeen, for the pious. For the believers, the happiness and good with spouses and they're happy in their dwellings. Entering Jannah. Enter paradise with what you used to do. Salamun alaykum. Tubtum. Fadhuluha khalidin. Salam to you. Peace. And enter it forever in Jannah, Ya Abdullah. It's only a few days' patience here. Ya nafsuma hiya illa sabru ayyam. Ka'anna muddatuha adghatu ahlam. Ya nafsu juzi anid dunya mubadira wa khali anha fa inna l'isha taquddama. Imam al-Shafi'i rahimullah used to say. Oh my soul, talking to himself, it's only a few days' patience. It's time or its extent is a few like a few dreams. Oh my soul, pass through quickly through this life, for indeed the real life lies ahead of it. That is the real life. And the hereafter is better and everlasting. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala benefit us in this life with good deeds, with righteous actions, with ikhlas. And that we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a pure soul upon tawheed and sunnah, pure heart, good heart. Not a hearts that are blackened with sins. All of the affairs belong to Allah. He is the muqaddir subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of it is in the hands of Allah. If He willed, we leave the masjid tonight and we die. Or tomorrow, or next week. It's all in the hands of Allah. So how we turn away from Allah? How we don't humble our hearts? Isn't it time that we humble ourselves to Allah? Isn't it time that our hearts are humbled with the remembrance of Allah? Nothing happens except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed it and pre-decreed it. And there isn't anything that occurs except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There isn't anything that doesn't occur except because Allah didn't occur, uh, uh, will it. That, that knowledge that is always with him. Allah knew everything that's going to happen. Anything happens from the servant, whether it's belief or disbelief or tasbih, saying subhanallah, extolling Allah, or even those who end up reviling and cursing, 
everything happens upon a pre-decree. So leave the people. If they want to harm you and oppress you, leave them to Allah. He is Latif. He will aid you and deal with them if they've harmed you. He will aid you and he will deal with the oppressor. Allah doesn't like the Dalimun, the Dalimin. He doesn't like the oppressors. Oppression is darkness on the day of judgment. The oppressor will be like seeds, people walking all over him on the day of judgment. The arrogant one, I mean. Would be like seed, people walking all over him. So don't be like the arrogant individual and the person who oppresses others. Do not oppress yourself with shirk. You want salvation? Then be mukhlis, be sincere to Allah, be upon tawheed. Alima kulla shay, qabla kawnihi, fajara ala qadarihi. Allah knew everything before his creation, and everything occurs by his pre-decree. La yakunu min ibadihi qawlun wa la amal, illa wa qad qadahu Allah, illa wa qad qadahu wa sabaqa ilmuhu bihi. Allah said, أَلَا يَعْلَمُ مَنْ خَلَقَ وَهُوَ اللَّطِيفُ الْخَبِيرُ Surah Al-Mulk, 30 verses. If you read it every night, it will save you from the punishment of the grave. Surah Al-Mulk, أَلَا يَعْلَمُ مَنْ خَلَقَ وَهُوَ اللَّطِيفُ الْخَبِيرُ هُوَ الَّذِي جَعَلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ ذَلُولًا فَامْشُوا فِي مَنَاكِبِهَا وَكُلُوا مِنْ رِزْقِهِ He is the one who made the earth for you, flat, so you can walk over. So eat from his provision. النشور, and to him is the return. What was their situation who denied? How was the response from Allah for those who denied and those who turned away? Look at their situation. What was the response? Don't you see the bird that flies above you? Who keeps it hovering there? The planes that are coming in and out of Manchester. Who keeps them above? Illa Rahman. Allahu Akbar. Alam yaraw ila tayri fawqahum saafatin wa yakbidn. Ma yimsikuhunna illa Rahman. Innahu bi kulli shayin basir. Allahu Akbar. Amman adha alladhi huwa jundun lakum yansurukum min duni Rahman. The one who has an army thinks that he can give victory besides Rahman. Against Rahman. Do we really know the jund of Allah? وَمَا يَعْلَمُوا جُنُودَ رَبِّكَ إِلَّا هُوْ And none knows the junood, the armies of Allah except Him. Yes, He could help you and aid you against those who try to harm you. They will not be able to harm you except with that which Allah wills. And it may be Allah saved you from a calamity, from a greater calamity. So we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we ask for His fadl, for His mercy. ذَلِكَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءَ And that fadl, he gives it to whomsoever he wills. And the other verse, يَخْتَصُّ بِرَحْمَتِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءَ وَاللَّهُ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَظِيمٍ He gives his rahmah to whomsoever he wills. And Allah is ذُو الْفَضْلِ عَظِيمٍ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
wills, judges, ordains based upon his wisdom. And we thank Allah. We thank Allah that he has given us a good life to eat and to drink and to sleep and the body and health. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Ala ni'ami al-kathira. Allah. Because there are others worse than you. In the dunya, always look at those who are less than you. Don't look at those who are better than you. Everyone, according to that which he makes easy, uh, Allah makes it easy for. The hadith Prophet It is Allah makes it easy for whom he makes it easy for. Based upon his knowledge. Whether the person is happy or sad. Allah knows when you go when you at the point of death if you're going to be happy or sad. But you yourself, did you turn away from Allah in the in, in the first instance? When they turned away, when they deviated, Allah made their hearts deviate further. And Allah doesn't doesn't guide the sinful people. Allah does not guide them because of their fisk. Nor will He guide the disbelievers because of their kufr. Nor will he guide the oppressors because of their oppression. Everything is related to a reason. As for the one who's generous, who's kind and pious, he gives and is pious. He believed in that time that's coming, the paradise for the righteous. That's the one who will make it easy for. As for the one who's miserly and he feels self-sufficient, he feels he doesn't need Allah. And he denied, he rejected that there's going to be al-husna, paradise, the reward for those who are deserving of it. That's the one we lead him to the path of hardship and difficulty and punishment thereafter. So if you love good and you're generous, from Allah's name is Al-Jawad. And Ibn Al-Qayyim, beautifully he said, and just I want you now, just this evening, if you just contemplate over this, this is enough for you to contemplate how, how complete and perfect Allah's names are. Ibn Al-Qayyim said, Allah is Al-Jawad. And he said, Innahu jawadun bijudihi. And he's generous with his generosity. How can you even think how great that is? He's generous with his generosity. Subhanallah. He gives and he gives and he gives. He outstretches his hands in the day for those who have sinned in the night. He outstretches his hands to forgive. In the night for those who sinned in the day. Ya Abdullah, Allah al-Jawad. He's al-Jawad. He gives you and me food and to drink. Uh, food to eat and water to drink. He gives us sustenance. He gives us shelter. Blessings after blessings. And best guide and the best of blessing guidance. Islam. <coughs> he enlightens him and he guides him. And those who are guided, he increases them in guidance. And he gives them their piety. Aids them to be pious. But as for the one who turns away from, from good. 
and he disbelieves. He's a person who is persistently rejecting the truth. Then Allah leaves him to wait for that punishment to come upon him based upon his justice. That's why we need to ask Allah for tabat every day in our sujood. Ya muqallib al qulub thabit qalbi ala dinik. Ask Allah for tabat. Even the Messenger Allah said, Walawla tabatnaak. Walawla an tabatnaak. Lakita tarkanu ilayhim shaykhan qalila. If we have not made you firm, then you would have swayed. You would have swayed towards them even if it be little. Even the Messenger Sallallahu he would ask for tabat. The Messenger Sallallahu would seek refuge from shirk unknowingly and seek forgiveness for committing shirk knowingly. Ya Abdullah, we need to make dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We need to ask for His guidance. We need to come to the Masajid and say the dua. Allahumma ij'al fi qalbi nura, ij'al fi sam'i nura, wa basari nura, wa amami nura, wa min khalfi nura, wa an yameeni nura, an shimali nura, wa min fawqi nura, wa min tahti nura. Allahumma a'tini nura. And some reports, waj'al fi lisani nura. Nur, light. I asked Shaykh Ubaid, what does it mean? He said, guidance. You're asking for Allah to give you guidance in your eyes, your sight, your hearing, your speech. The Prophet said, ما منكم من أحد إلا وقد كتب مقعده من النار ومقعده من الجنة. There isn't any one of you except that his place is already written. Whether he's going to be in the hellfire or he's going to be in paradise. Based upon what Allah knows, of course. Based upon his pre-decree. So the Sahaba asked, Oh Messenger of Allah, shouldn't we just then rely upon that? Upon what has been written? And we leave actions. So whoever has written for him to enter paradise, khalas, he will enter paradise. Whoever has written for him to enter the hellfire, is written for, he will enter hellfire. Prophet said, I'malu. Rather you should do acts of goodness, good, good deeds. For everyone, it will be made easy for that which he has been created for. And that is, if they are righteous, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for them to enter paradise. And if they are evil, doing evil deeds, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likewise will leave them upon that path they have chosen. Ta'ala Allah wa taqaddasa an yakuna fi mulkihi ma la yureed. Exalted is Allah. And how can it be said that anything will happen in His kingdom without Him wanting to happen or without Him willing? There's nothing going to happen in the kingdom of Allah except that what He wills, whether it's good or bad, or disbelief or belief, from guidance or misguidance. Everything will be put in its place. And everyone will be deserving of where He will go. And this is in opposition to the Qadariya, those who say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not uh, will disbelief to occur. Nor did he will evil to occur. And this actually, for them, they say this is deficient for Allah to say that Allah willed an evil act. Then who willed it then? That's why they say the Qadariyah is like they believe in another God. Who willed it then? If Allah didn't will it, who willed that action to occur? Are you claiming that there's another deity? 
Allah subhanahu is the one who willed it based upon his wisdom. The person chose himself to be upon disbelief. He chose. And Allah left him upon that choice that he chose. And that other person chose to do good. And Allah guided him to do good. Further. So all of it is based upon his great wisdom. So he gives example. For example, hunger and being full. Sometimes we are hungry, sometimes we are full, based upon Allah's wisdom. As a test maybe for the person. Is he going to make cover with Allah? Is he going to disbelieve in Allah? Or is he going to be patient? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also willed some to be sick and others to be healthy. Some to be rich and some to be poor. As a test as well, based upon his wisdom. All of it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed it. And each and every one will have what he deserves. Those who do good will enter paradise. And those who do evil, they will enter the hellfire. Ibn Abi Zayd continues and said, يَكُونَ لِأَحَدٍ عَنْهُ غِنَى خَالِقًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ Or that anyone who claims that he is self-sufficient, he, he has no need of Allah. Like they say, on the, they say in Halloween, they say there's an individual called Jack O'Lantern. That is supposed to be the pumpkin that you, that the children, they make the children in schools to make this pumpkin with scary face. They put a candle inside because they say on the 31st of October, <coughs> Jack, there's a man called Jack or an individual called Jack <coughs> who supposedly escaped Allah, a'udhu billah. And on this night, he comes and he gives life to the dead. So that's why they have these skeletons, people going out for these parties, and they're ignorant, they don't know what they're doing. It's just another night out. It's just another day out, or night out, just feel good factor. Rather than know why they're doing it. Why are you doing it? Do you know that you are doing it? Reviving this belief that an individual escaped Allah, escaped the Creator, of the heavens and the earth, the escape the one that has dominion over everything, his mulk, his kingdom belongs to him, and he's supposed to be he's supposed to have escaped the creator, neither going to hell nor paradise. But this individual is going around on this night, he gives life to the dead. Yani shirk in rububiyyah. Shirk that he gives life to the dead. Not Allah, but he gives life to the dead. And our young children. In schools, if you don't question, our young children just going along with it. Making this pumpkin and putting the... No, we should question this. Our life is a life of knowledge, not a life of ignorance. Not a life of blind following. Not a life of lies. So we should tell them, say, where is the origin of this belief? Halloween. And then you come to know that what they are upon is batil, is futile. So the Muslim lives a, li lives a life of clarity, a life of truthfulness. We don't accept lies and falsehood. And we educate the people around us. Look at the people around you, look at the lives they live in. When they see wood, they say touch wood for good luck. Because in the past they used to think that trees, uh, there's spirits in trees, and they would see good luck, touch wood. He's a doctor and he's a professor, 
and he's saying touch wood do you do you know what you're saying subhanallah that this is good luck good luck horseshoe upside down is bad luck up huh? if it's like this upside down is good luck and if it's the other way is bad luck what is this these are people who are supposed to be intellectuals number 13 you go to America you have some flats they go to the, the stories buildings high tall buildings 12 14 there's no 13 they're so scared because they say 13 is bad luck why Friday the 13th 13 but or they say I'm not gonna go under a ladder because if you go under it's bad luck why I will not go under a ladder because it might fall on me not because it's bad luck <laughs> don't go under it because it might fall pass for bad luck Prophet expelled all of these beliefs because in the time of the Messenger when birds would fly and hover above it was called tatayyur and the people would think oh there's somebody's born today or somebody's gonna die today tatayyur the Prophet explained that the believers they rely upon Allah they don't rely on these charms these good luck and bad luck charms Everything is in the hands of Allah, that, he, that they rely upon Him wholeheartedly. Not that this, the birds flying above you, means that somebody is going to be born today and created, or somebody is going to die. Sallallahu Wallah, I tell you a story, this is a true story. SubhanAllah, I went to, took my mom to Hungary. There's a place there, a retreat that you go to have only good food, no meat, huh? no chicken, no fish, no, no, just vegetables for two weeks. It was difficult, but alhamdulillah, we survived. <laughs> Wallahi, they went up in the mountain, and we went to this. You have your own room, so it's very private, alhamdulillah. You have your own room, and that you just eat. They give you the food, you eat the food, you know, with also the vitamins or whatever. Up in the mountains, no shops, so you can't cheat. You can't even get away and get a burger somewhere. You can't do that. <laughs> we went to this place. And subhanallah, as we went out just for walks, and subhanallah, it does work, by the way. Alhamdulillah, for those who have blood, high blood pressure, mashallah tabarakallah. Allahumma barik. You know, alhamdulillah, barik for my mom, mashallah tabarakallah, blood pressure went down. It was good. Anyway, we went out just for a walk, and we see people hugging trees, big, large trees. And we're just asking, what are you doing? They said, we're talking to the tree. <laughs> Wallahi, this is true, yeah, Khwan. They said, we're talking to the tree. Because here, there's special trees. I'm like, what? Special trees? What are these trees going to do? I said, why don't you call upon your Lord, the one who created these trees? And we started giving dawah to the people there. And we said, come on, you're going to actually talk to this tree? Come on, you're going to talk to the tree. <laughs> and is it going to actually going to give you anything? It's going to... And then afterwards, alhamdulillah, we can reach out to them and just advise them that this is shirk. That this is something, you know, rather than call upon your creator, your Lord, you're calling upon a tree. You know, so alhamdulillah, this is the reality of the people, ignorant. Around the world, ignorant. And people are coming there from all parts of the world. From China, and they're all going to this tree. Asking the tree to help them. Alhamdulillah for Islam, ya Allah. Wallahi, alhamdulillah for Islam. And sunnah. So, ya yuhannas, 
That's kullun nas, al-muluk, al-kibar, wal-aghniya. Allah addresses all of mankind. The rich, those with authority. Allah says to them, antum al-fuqara ilallah. You are destitute, you are poor. Towards Allah, you are in need. Wallahu huwa al-ghaniyyul hamid. And Allah is all rich. The one who is praised. Wallahi, every one of us, each and every one of us is faqir. Ilallah. كلهم فقراء إلى الله لا أحد يستغني عن الله there's no one that can be self-sufficient away from Allah ولو كان عنده أموال الدنيا even if he has all the wealth of the dunya how many rich people they end up killing themselves yes they end up killing themselves they're not happy you can't buy happiness even comedians supposedly those who make people laugh look at Richard Pryor he died in his house alone they say maybe overdose drugs you just read this in the newspapers these com so-called comedians the other one who used to make some funny sounds again he took his life suicide committed suicide I forgot his name Robbie Williams look they took their life till now they're still fighting over his estate and his wealth Wallahi all of us are fuqara we are in need of Allah subhanallah even if we injure our finger or we start complaining, subhanAllah. We fall sick, we start complaining. Catch a cold, the flu, start complaining. We are in need of Allah. And Allah is Al-Ghaniyul Hamid. No one's able to be self-sufficient from Allah. Who is the one that allows this individual to, to continue having this wealth except Allah? Who is the one that keeps his body huh? healthy? It's Allah. Who is the one who aids him to earn and gather the wealth? Allah subhanahu ta'ala. So we and all of us are destitute and need of Allah. Min kulli waj, from every single angle, we're in need of Allah. Wallahu huwa wahdahu al-ghani. And Allah is the one who's all rich. An khalqihi, not in need of any of his creation. Min kulli wajhin, from every angle. And from every direction. Fahuwa al-ghaniyu al-hamid, al-mahmud, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is al-ghani, the all rich. The one who's praised. And they're all praised continuously. Ala kulli hal, upon everything. Everyone praises Allah. Ala af'alihi. Upon that which he does. Wa ala aqdarihi. That which he wills. Wa ala kulli umurihi. And every affair. Kullaha mahmud. Alayha. All of the actions of Allah are praiseworthy. All of it he is praised for. Li'annahu yada'al umur fi mawadi'iha. Because he puts the affairs, each and every one of the affairs in its place. Walau anna Allah ma khalaqa. And if Allah didn't create except disbelief, no one will enter paradise. But Allah created disbelief and He made that which is called belief, Iman, for the believers. He created Jannah and He created Nar. Disbelief and Iman and faith. This one for the hellfire and this one for paradise. فَمَنْ سَلَكَ طَرِيقَ الْعَمَلَ الصَّالِحِ So whoever treads the path of righteous actions دَخَلَ الْجَنَّةِ 
he will enter paradise. And whoever chose the path of disbelief and evil deeds, he will enter the hellfire. And Allah will not make them equal. They're not equal. لا يستوي أصحاب النار وأصحاب الجنة أصحاب الجنة هم الفائزون they're not equal the companions of paradise and the companions of the hellfire rather the companions of the of paradise they are the successful ones أم حسب الذين اشترحوا السيئات أن نجعلهم كالذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات سواء محياهم ومماتهم ما يحكمون ساء ما يحكمون do you think that we will make those who believe and do good deeds like, with like, yani equal? They're not the same. Miss or the evil is their judgment. How they can liken the good with the bad. Laysa hunaka shay'un khalaqahu ghayrullah. Laysa hunaka shay'un. خلقه غير الله. What is this? I didn't see the correct. What's the? You see the تشكيل on that one? I think there's a mistake here. فكل ما في هذا الكون فكل ما في هذا الكون الله خالقه. Everything in this creation, Allah is its creator. قال تعالى الله خالق كل شيء وهو على كل شيء وكيل. Allah is the creator of everything, and He is the وكيل over everything. هذا خلق الله لصز فأروني ماذا خلق الذين من دونه. This is the creation of Allah. So show me what, where, what other creation is other than Him have created. Where is their creation? For He is رب العباد ورب أعمالهم. He is the Lord of the servants and the Lord of their actions. والمقدر لحركاتهم وآجالهم. And He is the one that wills the slightest of movements of theirs and he wills their time to come the ajal the ajal is the point of death that time only Allah knows when you and me will die and where we will die have you not seen those whom you call besides Allah show me what they have created from the earth or is it that they have partners in the heavens Bring for me a book before, besides this or before this. Sheikh Sarif Ozan says, Thbutu al-Dalil ala anna hunaka shay'an khalaqahu fulan aw allal. Bring a proof that somebody, some, so-and-so created something. So-and-so created something. Bring a proof. Even nowadays they're trying to create robots to resemble human beings. They can't. They can only get the smallest of actions. They can never bring a human, a robot exactly like a, a human being, doing the different things that a human being does. The way they turn, the way they crouch, the way they sit, the way they stand, the way they run, the way they walk. You can never bring a robot to do that. So what is it they have created then? With all their intelligence. With all their intelligence. Huh? Thinking that they have reached some sort of... Huh? power and might but look in the story of Bilqis Suleiman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed when 
one of them said, when the angel said, I will bring you her arsh uh, before a blink of an eye. Subhanallah. So it's not just an email going from one country to another country, a whole throne going from one place to another place. Bring me something like that nowadays. Subhanallah. You see the power of Allah? Before, now they say, MashaAllah, look, email, this, that, huh? internet, Facebook, Madri Ej. Well, bring me something like, bring me a throne that can go from one place to the other place in the blink of an eye. Not able. So what is it that you are happy with? Suleiman can speak to the animals. Bring me someone who can speak to the animals. They're just still struggling with the monkeys. Wallah, still turn out struggling with the monkeys. Banana, banana. Give him banana. That's it. Peanut, banana. Bring me now where they are able to uh, speak to the birds, speak to the, to the fish. So the man has had that. So mashallah, they're so intellectual, they haven't reached that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's kingdom is vast and his, his blessings are vast. And yet to be delil. They were not able to bring any proof. And this is actually uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala challenging them. This proves that everything in this creation belongs to Allah. Allah is the one who is the creator on his own. And what and besides Allah is all created. Those who disbelieve, those who you call upon besides Allah, they cannot even create a mosquito. See the mosquito? Allah used this example, smallest of things that you can see, a mosquito. And even the mosquito, when it bites you at night and it takes your blood and you still can't catch it. It's true. They have a talibu wal matloob. The one that took the, the blood from you, you're not able to catch it. You're not able. Subhanallah. Smallest of things. You're going to talk about Allah's vast creation. You can't even create a mosquito. Subhanallah. Inna alladheena tad'oona min dunillah lan yakhluqu dhubaban dhubaban walaw ijtama'u lah. Even if they were all gathered together, the best scientists in the world, the best intellectuals in the world, they can't even create a mosquito. Allahu Rabbul Ibad. ومالكهم والمتصرف فيهم وهو مربيهم ومغذيهم بنعمه سبحانه وتعالى وهو الذي يربيهم بالوحي yes Allah educates his servants cultivates them with what with revelation by sending them books sending them messengers ويربيهم بالرزق لأبدانهم and gives them risk for their bodies and revelation for their hearts so he is the Lord of the servants. And he is Rabbu A'malil Ibad, the Lord of their actions. Allah created you in that which you do. The actions is created, he creates it, and the people choose. Yes, Allah 
بل بل الله هو الذي يخلق سبحانه وتعالى والمخلوق لا يخلق فعل نفسه and as for the creation they're not able to create the actions of themselves they do actions yes they choose which one to do فلا يتحرك إلا بقدر الله وقضائه no one is able to move to breathe to walk to talk to blink except by the will of Allah هو هو الذي يقدر حركاتهم ويقدر حركاتهم وهو الذي يقدر آجالهم أو آجالهم sorry he's the one who preordains or predecrees their lifespan how long they will live نهاية أعمارهم وما يعمر من معمر ولا ينقص من عمره إلا في كتاب and inshallah with that we will stop this evening's lecture inshallah and we'll continue tomorrow after dhuhr inshallah and then after I think it's after dhuhr and then the rest of the salawat inshallah will continue jazakumullah khairan subhanak Allah wa bihamdika ashadu la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka tubu ilayk